Blog Talk Radio. on Block Talk Radio Nation. It is Friday. You are tuned into the cutting room floor. I am LeVar. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, I guess before I kind of get into the show and I guess before I introduce my lovely co-host, I will do a little cleanup shop and tell you quite a few things. One, that uh, if you have not caught up with us on Twitter, you definitely need to do that. And we are on Twitter at NewsCometBTR. Got a lot going on over there recently, and if you haven't been on the last 24 hours, um, hopefully sometime soon we will have some news to announce in regards to our next few uh, 411 lounges that are coming up. Working on some big ones. Uh, keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully everything goes well and the stars are aligned. Also, uh, for all of you uh, who are wondering uh, about our official website, you can actually check that out. And that is, it has the same address, but it's a little different now. It's newscommentbtr uh, forward slash, uh, it's, news, it's newscommentbtr.wix.com uh, forward slash official page, fan page. And you can find it there, or you can just go to wix.com forward slash newscommentbtr forward slash fan page. I know it's confusing, uh, but they've changed up the game now. And you can find it there. And there you can also find our host files links to our shows as well as uh, some info that you may find on uh, our shows and uh, things where you can find that out. So if we have guests on the 401 Lounge and are promoting a brand new book or web page, we will put the link over there on our page as well. So you can find all of that over there. So, And I do want to thank each and every one of you who have always sent your comments, your emails, or just listening and showing your support. So really do appreciate that, and uh, hopefully as the weeks and the months go on, bigger and bigger things will be yet to come. So with that, um, I guess I wanted to talk about a couple of things this week, uh, not to uh, forget too much about a lot, but... On Wednesday, the Octomom, Nadia Suleiman, came out with a, well, I guess you, I don't know if you would call it a porn movie. <laughs> it's a self-pleasure movie. And uh, she has hit the rounds this week of a couple of shows. I do know uh, if you're a listener to Howard Stern's show, she was on there a couple of days ago. Uh, she was on The View yesterday. I guess you wouldn't, you wouldn't just get grilled on the show, but I know they asked her a lot of good questions. But I guess it brings to mind, and it's one question that I will ask my uh, co-host as, as soon as she joins us here. Um, I was a little bit, um, I don't know, you feel kind of bad for her. Because at the same point, just a few weeks ago, I remember, I remember last year, there was a huge brouhaha about how wicked at that time, or I believe it was vivid, uh, offered her close to a million dollars to do a porn. 
Um, she turned it down at that time. And then as time kind of went along and we heard more and more stories about her uh, maybe losing her house, uh, having to go on food stamps, and a lot of other things, push kind of came to shove, and she finally broke down and decided to go with Wicked's offer, which I think at that point was around, I think somewhere between a neighborhood of about five hundred to eight hundred thousand dollars, far less than the million and a half she probably got before a long time ago. And she decided uh to take them up on their offer and she did a movie, but it wasn't, you know, a porn with sex or, you know, things a la that Amy Fisher or that a couple other uh stars have kind of gone over to do. But it was a self pleasure video. And there were bits and streams of things that come out over the last week leading up to Wednesday's debut. Uh, which is over at Wicket's website. And so it finally came out. But for all of those people that got on her before about, you know, quote-unquote, sucking up the federal food stamps and having too many kids and blah, 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 now she is out there actually doing something and working, trying to not only save her house, but to make sure that her kids are eating. But as we always say, that with things that we do becomes a double-edged sword, and now there are people who are saying, well, why are you doing a porn? Now you're hurting your kids. But I guess the question here comes, that if you were in her place and push came to shove, there were no job offers, no reality shows or things of that nature, and you had about 12 mouths to feed. Now keep in mind, she not only had those eight, but she also had four kids previous and you had those 12 mouths to feed, what would you do? And I guess that stings to mind the question, because to me, and I know I'm probably going to be in the minority on this, but I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, I know before you kind of go off and say, well, Lavar, you also interview you know, porn stars or whatever, and you probably just don't care you're a guy. But no, listen now to me here. I don't see anything wrong with it because she was at a point where literally they were going to come and take her house. And if you got to that point, you pretty much would, knowing that you had kids' mouths that you had to feed, you had to clothe them, and it looked like nothing else was coming through. At that point, I think even when desperate times call for desperate measures, even we kind of do the things that we have to do. And now my co-host is here. So, Hi, sorry, uh, wait. Stretching. <laughs> All right. But uh, I was starting to talk about the Octomom thing where I said that <sighs> even when desperate times get to desperate measures, and you know, with her coming out with her uh, porn this week, you are a single mom. And, and if desperate times came to desperate measures, would you go the route that she did? Or are you probably a part of the larger group that is sitting there saying, hey, she could have done something else to get money. Because I I think when you get to a point when your back's against the wall and something has to be done, I think we all do something that we don't really want to do to make sure that our family and loved ones are okay. Absolutely. Do I like that she did it? No. Because there are plenty of other options out there for her, I think. Um, it's tough with having 
I mean, I have one, and um, having eight, I can only imagine how hard it is to find a babysitter that would be able to take care of eight children while yeah, you're on. Yeah, not just those eight. Remember, she had. Yeah, not just those eight. Remember, she's got four other ones that she had before that. Right. So that's so that's 12, twelve now. She has to feed. <laughs> right, and not not just feed, but if she's going to a quote unquote normal job, um, that's tough to find somebody that will take on twelve children and watch them and not drain your entire bank account for you working your nine-to-five. Um, mm-hmm. And being that she is probably not as educated as myself. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put a little feather in my no, hat there. Uh, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> no, but, if, you, if you've heard... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, overall, I would do whatever it took. And if it if my back was up against the wall and I could not and I needed something now and I needed something big and I needed like that paycheck, would it be would it sit well with me? Probably not. I probably would not feel comfortable doing it. However, I would. You know, it, it would be one of those things where I'm taking care of my family, so I really don't care what anybody else out there says. So bravo for her for that. Um, the problem I have with it is. I don't think she's doing it for those re like I think she's doing it for those reasons, but she's doing it for those reasons for the wrong reasons. Does that make sense? In a, in a way, yeah. Like she put and herself in her. that situation. Yeah. Yeah, and she was on the View, and they kind of and I think I looked at it just a couple of minutes ago, but she was on the View, and they kind of grilled her a little bit yesterday, and I saw some portions of the interview where they asked her why she did what she did. And I know uh, they asked her, well, of course, it had to have been for the money. And she was like, yeah. But she also went on to say something else in which it was kind of an interesting telling thing that she said. She said that it was empowering for her because she grew up, you know, kind of in that religious uh, family where, you know, touching yourself was wrong or having sex before marriage was wrong. I guess hence the reason why she had, you know, the insemination instead of the uh, you know, the natural way of having uh, eight kids. But uh, right. she, you know, went on to talk about that. But as you saw her talk about it, and they asked her this question, and she never really answered it. And, and this was something that I'm going to be interested to see what happens. And they asked her that, would she do another movie, but actually this time? Because we all, I mean, sometimes, yes. When someone does something in terms of an adult movie the first time, it tends to lead to others. Now, not always. Now, when you see celebrities do sex tapes, that's what it was, and you don't see them going off and having a porn career. But I guess I will use the uh, Amy Fisher to mind. When Amy Fisher's sex tape came out, uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, felt that it was a great thing, and they wanted to see more. And now Amy Fisher has done a few adult roles under her belt and uh, or under her garter, and yeah. it uh, has turned into yes, yeah, so it's turned into somewhere of a porn career. But the worry here for a lot of those people is that this may be the beginning of a porn career for her, and then that kind of leads to other things. But like I said, once again, it's pretty much an assumption on things. But I don't know, and I I think I'm with you where you know I it's okay she had to do it because at that point it was a darn if you do, darn if you don't moment. She had to you know feed her kids. Mm-hmm. But you would hope that it's not a continuing thing. Uh, but 
yeah, at this stage of the game, who are we? Because if we were in that same spot, and if you were, and, and I will give credit where credit's due, and I know people like to hate on people, and they like to, you know, hate on the Octomom, but I've seen some of the stills, and I've seen some of the advanced screenings of it. She pretty much looks hotter than a good percentage of porn stars out there. Mm. And if you, you know, I guess at that stage, I guess what I'm trying to say is kind of like yours is like, you know, if you've got to do it, that's fine. But at the same time, there are other options out there. But if you must to continue to feed your family, I understand. I I, I just it's it, the the problem I'm having with it, and it's not even that she did it. Um, by all means, we're all you know anybody that's over the age of 18 that's a consenting adult. I can't stop you from living your life. Yeah. <clears throat> not my daughter. When she gets to be 18, I'm going to turn back the clock and then tell her that she's now six and I have another, you know, 12 years to control that child. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, probably. No, you're, no, you aren't. <laughs> no, no, I really am not kidding. I'm going to probably tell her she's going to be six and locked up and put her back in the first grade. Um, she'll be the smartest first grader, though. Mm-hmm. Look at the look at the kind of, you know, college grad. When she goes up to college, she's going to be so smart. No. Um, <laughs> on topic. Stay on topic. Um, she got herself into trouble. Yeah. She was not smart in the first place, and that's where I'm so having far. trouble. It, she yeah, it was so got far. herself – I'm going to hate – no pun intended. She screwed herself by having all those kids and then mm-hmm. backed herself into a wall. Now, those are her choices. She's an adult. She can make those choices. I understand that. But that's why everybody, that's why it's like, I, I think that's the underlying why it doesn't sit well. Because, I mean, if she was just some person that said, hey, you know, I'm going to make porn, there are plenty of people that do that on an everyday basis, and it would not be this big of an uproar. But it's because there are, you had eight kids, you had your five minutes of fame. Now you're trying to get yourself back into the, the limelight. Now you're doing porn. It's, it's that whole well. You should have had eight kids in the first place. If you couldn't afford the eight children, don't don't freaking have the eight children. Yeah. If uh, trust me, I agonized over one, and I was in a married, stable relationship with a house. Both of us had jobs. We were both in a in a place where we could care for our child, and I agonized over it. One, not eight. One. She's got 12. She put herself in that situation. Four wasn't enough? Really? One's a handful. (laughs) Maybe it's just because it's my child, because, you know, know, your children come back and they bite you in the butt the way that you were as children. So God knows it's probably because it was my child. But one is too much for me sometimes, you know? Yeah. And she had four and wanted more. I I really think there's... There's something at the beginning of this. It's not the porn that I'm worried about. And there's something underlying there that's really the problem, and that's the only thing that I could think of that people are really latching onto. They're latching onto the porn part, but I think it's that other stuff that they're not talking about that's really what's bothering them. It's not that she did porn. It's that she got herself into trouble by wanting yeah. to have more than four children. And then well, ended I think up twelve. I, I was gonna say, I think now looking back, I think even she says, "Oh my God, what I get myself into?" Because I've seen some interviews with her, in which they've done, you know, like behind the scenes stuff, and I think she pretty much looks overwhelmed. And I think now she figured it out, like you know, I think what she thought 
where she was going to make money off reality TV like, uh, you know, Kate and John Doglin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or like the Duger family. And she thought that she was going to get a reality show. She thought she was going to make her money. And when it didn't happen, at that point, she was like, oh, crap. Now I'm in reality here, and I'm in real life here, and I have 12 kids, and eight of them are babies. And it was it was pretty much a thing where she played with fire, got burned. And I think that's, and I agree with you, that's where people are mad at, that she bought eight innocent lives into all of this you know, probably looking to make some money, and it didn't happen. And now she's struggling, and it is the taxpayer that is having to pick up the tab. So, but that's the worst part. Yeah. That, that's the part that, that appalls me the most, that she got pregnant yeah. to make money. Yeah. Really? Have we gotten into such a society that that 15 minutes of fame is more desirable than love for your own child? Because, I mean, looking back at this, if I was one of the eight to Akiomam and kind of sat back in my adult years after figuring out stuff and kind of getting some experience, putting stuff under the belt, looking back at it going, she did this to make money. I mean, she didn't even love me to begin with. She loved the dollar mm-hmm. signs that I represented. That sucks. That's going to mess with somebody's head, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's going to be a huge. And I, I, I mean, we. So there's going to be a fallout, and there's going to be a big one, and it's going to suck for everybody. And the worst part is that there's 12 children that are going to have to deal yeah. with the fallout that they shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah. Well, well, definitely, uh, it'll be interesting to uh, watch and see where this develops, and if she actually does start a career in that industry, or if she actually does do something else. Uh, that is uh, worthwhile, but um, probably in the meantime, not. that yeah, probably not. <laughs> here's here's tuition. But here's the something that I saw, and it was a Nightline story that aired recently, and it was about uh, Tommy and Monty. Tommy's 63, Monty's 21. They've been together for two years, and they refer to each other as Sugar Daddy and Sugar Baby. And Tommy pretty much has six others. And Tommy is a retired IT exec. He's uh, divorced three times, father of two young adults around Molly's age. And although he met her at a beach party, he says he meets many of his sugar babies on a website called SeekingArrangement.com. It's one of the many sugar daddy websites where men meet and offer sugar babies or young women financial support in exchange for companionship. And in this particular story, uh, it pretty much went about as, you know, as she needed money, he's her go-to guy. He drops about 5000 on her each month paying her expenses, buying her clothes, taking her out of the town to show her car. And she said that she uses the money to pay for a college education she couldn't otherwise afford. And he said that he retired with enough money to spend about $150,000 a year on his female companions combined. He goes on to say that it's cheaper than marriage and a small price to pay for what he gets in return. And... Uh, he goes on and he says, I quote, when you walk into a room and you have a beautiful woman with you, it's a compliment to you as a male. It's like pulling up in a really nice car or something. I hate to compare it that way, but it is. And for her, she says a relationship is valuable because she's experiencing new things that she otherwise would never had an opportunity to try. You're <coughs> a liar. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. What? So, so the question is, how is this legal? And the courts have decreed that as long as a woman is being paid for services besides sex, such as companionship, the act does not classify as prostitution. 
Now, that's the argument that Brandon Wade, who is the founder of SeekingArrangement.com, also makes. He says if the sugar daddy is, in fact, meeting a girl for sex and money, then they're using the website in violation of the agreement, which actually prohibits that usage. But uh, they have 1.5 million registered members on the site as sugar daddies. 10% are sugar babies. And Tommy actually admits that he had sex with all of his sugar babies, and that it's part of the big attraction. He said he doesn't see his relationships with them as prostitution. He says, if we're talking about money exchange for sex, I don't see that this way. It's just not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You pay somehow, somewhere for sex, no matter what it is. You know, they say wives do it for refrigerators. Now, <laughs> I never all did that it for refrigerator. Stove, so, maybe. <laughs> Washer dryer set. Like yeah. Wash dryer. Microwave. But yeah, all that said done. Does something stink here? I, I don't know if I'm... Uh, <laughs> oh, Lamar. Uh, You're going to be surprised by my answer. No, no, I know what your answer is probably going to You know what? <laughs> I know it, it stinks in a way, but in a way I kind of loosely agree with him because in the long run of it all, you know, and I'm going to come from my guy side on this. In the long run, I know people are going to be upset here. In the long run of it all, it is cheaper than probably getting married. Now, I'm saying that in my guy side, but the other side of me is saying he is prepared to spend $150,000 on five different women, uh, $5,000 a month. I think sometimes even if you are married, it probably would be cheaper. But I don't know what's your thoughts. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I love how you just turn that over to me, like, your thoughts. My thoughts are, I'm still looking for my Christian. Um, I want to be somebody's Anna. And I know that means nothing to you right now, but um, it's very shades of gray. It really is. (laughs) And this is the worst part of it. Okay. Um, Any sugar daddies out there, I'm not doing the whole 60 thing, but, hey, if they're going to spend money on me, I am okay with it. there's a line, there is a, a very daddy. there is a very fine line between that though, and and this is where I this is where the surprise comes in. I don't really agree with it 100. Um, percent If somebody that I enjoyed, how can I put this? If there's somebody that I enjoyed that happened to be rich, wants to lavish me with with wonderful gifts and finery. Who am I to argue with someone who has the means to do so? As long as it's, I mean, consensual. If, if, again, we come back to you're a consenting adult. I can't, I can't stop you. The, now, as long as it's not I'm like, gonna hey, I'm going to buy I'm, you this beautiful dress, but you have to have sex with me tonight. As long now, as I'm going to stop you here for a second. I'm going to stop you here for a second because now I just want to make sure of something before we go on and before you go on with your answer. If it was a reversed website where it was Sugar Mamas and Sugar uh, Sons, I don't know. Sugar, sugar Babies. Baby There's still Sugar Babies. Yeah, Sugar Babies. It's actually babies. a Sugar Daddy, Sugar Mama website. <laughs> SugarDaddies.com. <laughs> Absolutely. SugarDaddies.com. I don't know how I ran across it. I was doing something, <laughs> reading something. Oh, I was researching right, Shades right. of Grey. That's what I was doing. And there is an actual sure. website of sugar daddies, and you can go on as either a sugar daddy or a sugar mama and you, or a sugar baby. Absolutely. 
And on the very first page, before you can sign up, I was looking at it at the very first page. Before you can even put in any kind of information, you have to agree to their terms of terms of uh, their terms and conditions. And those are that you know this is not for, this is not porn. This is not porn. This is not um, prostitution. This is not paying for sex. This is just for companionship. Um, you know, you're welcome to terminate the relationship at any point in time. Blah 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 blah. Standard terms and conditions. Absolutely, there are sugar mamas, and absolutely, if there is a woman out there that has the means to sh- to shower their little boy toy with gifts and, and lavish things, I think it would be the same. I think it would be the same. The reason that people are appalled by it and think prostitution automatically is because beautiful women can get whoever they want. At least that's what they think. And I think that's a misconception. I think beautiful women actually have the most trouble because they don't think they're beautiful or they think they're too beautiful. You know, like they're either so far, like I know I'm beautiful and get whatever I want, that they set the standard so high that no one can meet them, or they are they are one of those people that just cannot believe that people think they're beautiful. Or they are, yeah, I, don't look at me because I'm to, beautiful. I want you to look at me because I have a, a, a brilliant mind or um, a stunning wit or I'm really funny or any of those other things. Look at me for my personality and not for my body. So there's those two extremes. So I don't think it's really easier for women to do that. But that's why people look at yeah. sugar daddies and go, yeah, okay, he's paying for sex, or that she's a gold digger, or whatever. That's very, very male versus female. But if it was the other way around, I don't know how many times if it's the other way around with a with a female who can lavish their boy toy. Look at J Lo, and and her little boy toy. Okay, no, everybody's all like, yeah, dude, you. that's right, get yours. They're all excited about it. Yeah. But yes, if it I was instead of J-Lo, it was Mark Anthony and a girl that was 12 who was a dancer. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, sacrilege. Please. And Please. Sadly, I happen to know, I happen to know uh, girls who don't think that they're beautiful, and, yeah, I think they're, yeah. So, uh, there are women well, out there that are absolutely stunning that don't think they're beautiful at all. And there are yeah. women out there that are that know that they're beautiful and know that they have the guys eating out of the palms of their hands, and their attitude just sucks so bad because they know it, and they turn into really ugly people at that point. So there's that extreme. There you go. Or if you're looking for that, seekingarrangement.com. We've got a couple minutes left, and I want to get to my LeVar files for today. And usually, I will talk about food, uh, but uh, here's one that's not for the squeamish. This comes from South Korea. A semi-cooked squid inseminated a woman's mouth, according to a paper published in the Journal of Parasitology, after after experiencing severe pain in her oral cavity where she bit into her seafood, the woman spit out her meal but continued to feel a lingering prickling sensation. Doctors found that the 63-year-old woman had small, white, spindle-shaped, bug-like organisms lodged in the mucous membrane of her tongue, cheek, and gums. Despite having been boiled... Despite having been boiled, the dead squid's live uh, spermophores, or sperm sacs, were alive and penetrated the woman's mouth. The sacs, which contained ejaculatory devices, forcefully released sperm in a cement that attaches the sperm to a wall. Now, not to worry, calamari lovers, most Western world squid preparation removes the squid's internal organs, leaving only its muscle for eaters to enjoy. And so, uh, at that point, I'd say, seafood, anyone? (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, and I like that's calamari. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't eat seafood. That's 
<laughs> I love seafood. Well, I'm Asian. That's what you get. But yeah, I love yeah. seafood. That sucks. Yeah. Ew. Oh, well, that, that, <laughs> would, that, that would that would be what is known as the. Um, never mind. I was going to go there, and I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh no, I'm going to stay away with that. I was going to say the. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Any uh, shout-outs this week? <laughs> <laughs> Evil LeVar, you had to put him back in the closet. I know you did. Um, no, but I thank you to everybody I got to see on my vacation. It was wonderful. Um, I hate to see, I hated to go, including my uh, bonding week, co-host bonding week. It was, um, yes. it was a very good time. I had a very good time. Co-host bonding week. We'll have to do it again. Um. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a uh, an annual rite of uh, summer. Don't say uh, passage because <laughs> we've already passed a lot of the passages. Yeah, I know. We'll have to make it an annual thing here, but uh, yeah, or we'll have to include a picture or two for the folks to see at home. But yes, it was an enjoyable time, and uh, hopefully uh, we can get to do that again. And um, like I said, for all of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening. This week, we will join you back here next week. And, of course, I'll see you on Sunday night on further review. And, of course, as always, on Twitter at NewsCometBTR. So, for Mary, I am LeVar. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Peace.